Welcome to the Sunflower Conversations, where we explore the hidden disability sunflower and its role in supporting people with hidden disabilities. Hello, I'm Chantal, and joining me today is Paul Shriver, my colleague. How are you doing, Paul? Very well, Chantal. And also with us is Benedict Simcox, um, who we are both really excited to talk to. So I'm going to jump right in um, and ask Benedict to introduce yourself, please. Hi. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to, to you know, bring the two things that we do together because it feels like it fits. So my name is Benedict Simcox and I'm Chief Exec of Family Voice Surrey. Um, Family Voice is a, we're a charitable incorporated organisation um, as of the last four years or so. And we, more importantly, are Surrey's Parent Carer Forum. So to explain that a little bit, every local authority has, or nearly all of them, have a Parent Carer Forum. And those were it, it, part of the 2008 Aiming High for Disabled Children initiative. The idea being that if you can incorporate lived experience into policymaking, then you're likely to come out with better services for the people that you're all trying to support. Um, and it's it's been a really successful initiative. There's, there, there's so much evidence that shows that actually, if you listen to parents, if you listen to children who have additional needs, then you're more likely to be able to put in place services that work and usually you end up as a local authority spending less money. So we sit at that intersection between listening to parents and speaking to the local authority. So are you a charity? Yes. How big and how many staff and can you tell me how that how the organisation is set up? I can, yes. So we anticipate, it's, it's always very difficult to actually be very specific about the number of families affected by additional needs. Our remit is to represent the lived experience of families who have a child with additional needs aged 0 to 25, whether they have a diagnosis or not, whether they have statutory support in place or not, um, and any disability. So that includes mental health, it includes physical health, it includes neurodevelopmental issues. It's a really broad remit. We estimate that there's probably in excess of 30,000 families in Surrey that are affected. Um, our membership at the moment is about 2,400 and something. What type of support would do you guys offer to the family? That's a really good question, Chantal. If you can be told or find out that there is a parent care forum that you might get some help from, that can be the gate into other things. So we're not an advocacy service. We're not a support group as such, which for us, all of us who work for Family Voice are parent carers ourselves. And it's one of the hardest things that we deal with is that we can't fix people's problems. However, we do a lot of signposting. So we know most of the charities in Surrey, we know a lot about how the statutory systems work. So we can signpost people. We also, in the last few months, what we found is parents really want more specific communities um, that I, I know my daughter talks about a lot is what you want when you have a diagnosis or when you think something is wrong is you want to find people who are experiencing a similar situation. So we have a group specifically for parents whose children are 16 and over. We have another one for whose kids are not to four. We have, at the moment, we have one for children, for parents whose children have Down syndrome. 
another for global developmental delay, another one is for restrictive food intake, and so it goes on. And again, with those groups, we're likely to bring in speakers with more specialism. So we're offering as much training as we can. Can I just ask a question about how people come or contact you? Is it normally through like a a local service so rather than coming directly to you typically people will go through somebody so because it's like if if it was me and I had a child I'm I would think right I'll talk to my council or my gut you know somebody local and say I need help I wish I think probably the most common place that people hear from us is is through Facebook so uh, through friends so it's word of mouth that said when we've we're really pleased in the last year, Surrey County Council now on any, if, if you have a caseworker, so if your child is at that high level of need, they now, every letter has our details at the end. What we're hoping to do is work with schools so that if a school identifies a child with an additional need, one of the first things they'll tell the parents is, this is your parent care forum. It, it's, communication is the biggest problem in our world. Do you have a relationship with schools, with doctors, with all of those places where people might ask for that help? We have a very good relationship with the local authority and we have a very good relationship with the senior kind of strategic health bodies. Getting to people like GPs or or paediatricians or schools is much harder because every school is is an autonomous thing and I I mean I'm sure you can imagine the the inbox of any head teacher is about that big and so that's one of the things that we have been working towards um I I have plans um my hope is that through we so you you mentioned Chantal earlier about our structure so we have about 2,400 members we have just under five full-time equivalent members of staff, but that's spread through about 15 of us. So we have our core operations team, and then we have coordinators. So we we aim to have one coordinator per borough, and there are 11 boroughs in Surrey. And that allows us to have a really good local presence. And that's been really, really key to hearing from parents. I was say, so how do you get your funding? A uh, very good question. So every parent care reform gets a funding from it's 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 a central government fund that's organised through a charity called Contact, and that's a, a fantastic charity for any family that has a child with an additional need. Um, they do a whole load of things. There's loads of support through Contact, um, and they can help put you in in contact with other families with similar syndromes, for example, similar conditions. The bulk of our it's the biggest part of our funding in one pot comes from Surrey County Council. So we have a very clear agreement with them that strongly emphasizes our independence. We're of no value to them unless we are independent, unless we are free to challenge. Um, and it, it, at the same time, it's true that some parents feel that they wonder how we can be independent if our funding is comes from Surrey. Number one is our purpose is to be independent and to challenge. And secondly, actually, because they fund us, they have to use us. And if they weren't funding us, they would they, they would get away without using us so much in a way. You know, when you when you've got some teeth in the game or whatever it is, you you know, you have to use us. But we've got a good relationship and, and 
that notion of challenge is absolutely imperative. And then we do what a lot of charities do is we fundraise and we apply for various grants, um, either from you know, a community foundation or from the National Lottery or from other bits and pieces. So we had a, a good bit of funding through various COVID grants last year. You um, said that everybody who works within the uh, organisation is a parent carer. So your children have additional needs. Um, would you would you would you mind sharing uh, a bit more about that with us? Um, I have three um, offspring. I don't. It, it feels wrong to call them children now because they are between nearly eighteen and twenty-one. And between them, I need to be a bit careful because a couple of them are cagey about being about coming out. But between between the three of them, we cover autism, mental health difficulties. Um, uh, neurodevelopmental issues. So we have Tourette's, we have ADHD, we have um, medical needs. Um, so we've done tube feeding and we've got heart problems and we've got asthma and we've got a little bit of learning difficulty thrown in. That's a very long list. In my line of work, it's really, really helpful because I've got a wide experience. We were, yeah, I mean, you're a, you're a self-taught expert, aren't you? Yeah. In many... And that, that's what we, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, that's our purpose as the parent care reform is we are parents by experience. It's not just paying lip service because that's the company I work for now, you know, you live exactly. and breathe it, you understand it. And is it difficult keeping your work life and home life separate? Yes, it is. And I think it's on the one hand, it's been really helpful to have an outlet to make my brain work. Um, on the other hand, I feel like I live, breathe, eat, drink disability and it's exhausting. Are your families and yourself aware of the hidden disability sunflower? Yes, we do a lot of work. So um, one of our coordinators, um, Kim, was I think she put us in touch because she's been a real advocate of the sunflower scheme. I've been aware of it for a long time and we do promote it on a very, very regular basis. It's one of these amazing tools that there's something beautifully simple about it, is that you can use it. You know, I, I know when I was, when my kids were younger, I, I wore one without telling my children what it was, because had I told them there was one in particular who would have absolutely said no. Um, I found that in, in one of the one of the places that we used it really successfully was an airport. And again, you know, one of them really hated it, but I was able to say, yes, but, you know, your brother actually is he's in a wheelchair. We have to use this lane. And so this just simplifies things. Um, but the ability to. Use it in the way that suits your individual circumstance, I think, for me, is is a real strength of that little little lanyard when you think of how far it's come and how well known it now is um it's it's beautiful and it's it's lovely it's uh no it's lovely not to have a symbol of a broken human we struggle so much with you know symbols of of disability and it's often that wheelchair isn't it and you think yeah but actually first of all most disabled people don't use wheelchairs and then you've got those like my son who uses a wheelchair and then gets out of it and that really blows people's minds um but how do you how do you symbolize somebody who has a disability um actually there's something about that little sunflower that's really quite lovely 
I think also the fact that you're addressing, finally addressing something that is about being inside you, that it's hidden. And I think yes. that I, I still can't believe that it's taken this long for somebody to sort of come up with something for it. Sadly, that's the experience of so many families and, and people with hidden disabilities is they are treated as though they're making things up, that they are they they are seeking attention. Um, and that's that's the hardest thing to see, I think, is you have you know people who are putting so much effort into doing the simple tasks of living. And when they don't cope, they're treated as being weak. And actually, you know, the kids that I come across and the families that I come across are the strongest people I've ever seen. Have you got any advice for anybody listening now? If I look back to me nearly 20 years ago, when things were really quite critical, I, I would say it'll be OK. Just breathe. Get through the next 30 seconds. If you need to go and lock yourself in your bedroom or lock yourself in the loo, I did that a lot. Go and do that for 30 seconds. Come out. It'll be OK. That's the only thing for me that allowed me to take the next step. How can families get in touch with um, Family Voice Surrey? So we have a website, which is going to get better. It's, it, we need a new one, but that, it's a good place to find us. Um, we're called familyvoicesurrey.org. We're also on Facebook. A lot of our activity happens through Facebook. So we have a Facebook page, which is Family Voice Surrey. What we tend to do when somebody joins us is we put them in touch with their local coordinator. And um, on our Facebook, we've got all of our events available to our members. Um, and on again, through the website, you have our phone number and our email address is all there. So thank you for your time today, Benedict. If there's anybody out there who is into web design and is looking to do some um, pro bono work, please do get in touch with Benedict Simcox. Their website needs updating and we've heard how time consuming applying for these funding pots is. Thank you for sharing what it's like um, and I, I'm sure that the listeners will, um, will enjoy listening to it as much as we have uh, enjoyed speaking to you today. So thank you. If you'd like to share your sunflower story or conversation, please email conversations at hiddendisabilitystore.com. Find out more about us or listen to this recording again by checking out our insights page at hiddendisabilitystore.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. Please help, have patience and show kindness to others and join us again soon. Making the invisible visible with the hidden disability sunflower. <laughs>